Welcome to the We Love Arabian Horses podcast, sponsored by Markel, the insurance with horse sense. A quick note before our final podcast of 2022. First, from all of us at We Love Arabian Horses, we hope you had a wonderful set of holidays and that you have a wonderful new year. For this interview with Mario and Adelia Audi, there were a few connection problems and a few places where audio quality dropped off significantly. We've done our best to correct that, but you may notice a few drops in sound, but you will hear the interview in its entirety. Thanks for listening. Good morning, everybody. This is Mario Braga. Welcome to our podcast for We Love Arabian Horses. My guest this week, it's, it be, she belongs to the realm of legends. She is the heart soul and mind behind the famous breeding of Ares Santa Gertrudes, an artist, an intellectual, a master breeder that I am proud of calling my friend. I'm talking about Adela Audi that really doesn't need any introduction, but uh, she, she will be here talking with us today about some many stories from the past, uh, some plans for the future, and most of all, some never before told behind the scenes histories of some of her famous horses and some of historical facts that she uh, experienced and created. Hello guys, good morning. It's an honor to be here to share a little bit my life with you. Okay, so Adela, the first thing I think uh, we, we could uh, start talking about is how you got involved with horses in the first place. And after that, how did the Arabian horse come into your life? Okay, um, I love animals, Mario. I love since a little, little toddler, little child, I love animals. And my father had Manga Larga, it's a Brazilian breed, and I love his black stallion. It's, it's a kind of a dream for a little girl. And I love the Manga Larga black stallion called Mocambo. Then my father bought a uh, Arabian stallion and some mares. It's the beginning of everything. At, at once, at first, I was very mad. Imagine a little girl mad with, with the father. Because that black style was my heart. Enormous mane and just sweet style. And after that, I used to go every day while we live in, in Junjai, our first, first farm. I went every single day alone, alone to his pastures, to the pasture of Albaruji II. It's the first Arabian stallion that my father bought. Uh, you mentioned Albaruji II, uh, Albaruji II as your first stallion. So um, I wanted you to locate us in time. Uh, what was the year approximately that, you know, the, the breeding of Arabian horses started uh, at Fazenda Santa Gertrudes? And then I know that uh, in this first uh, phase of 
the breeding program, you had a, a strong influence of South American horses. First, you bought some imported horses, if I'm not mistaken, from uh, Antonio Archila and his father, Aras Esperanza, and then you imported some as well. And among this, this first uh, uh, lot of horses was the stallion Manzo, uh, the chestnut stallion that uh, you love so much. And uh, so I wanted I wanted you to tell us about, you know, these first years when it started, uh, how Ares Santa Gertrudes came to be, because I know, I, I remember you showing me pictures of, you know, just the naked ground and everything that you built with your father. How, how did it start? You know, how, how was the genesis of Santa Gertrudes with these first horses and also some other horses that you came to import later, but from this first phase uh, from Poland and from the US. The first farm called Aras, California. It wasn't too big and it was in Jundiaí. My father moved. Okay, uh, my first, Mario, my first contact with the Arabian horse was through that stallion and some of the mares. My father bought from the Fazenda Canchin, the government. We didn't have too many Arabian horses in Brazil. Only the government farm. You can even explain better in English, uh, Mario. Uh, and it was, it, it was a thing, big eyes, tail uh, 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 carriage, totally different than Mangalaga, and arched neck, and the color, because you don't find too many Mangalaga chestnut. And my first mind, my, my father, First Italian was Chestnut. He was mm -hmm. in, in the 60s, a legend too, a legend mm -hmm. too. It be, belonged to the Fazenda Canchin, Mario. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, the first, the second Italian that I remember, my father imported from Uruguay, okay. called Ronek. It was a Ronek. big step. The, Next one, he bought from Tony Pereira, a Portuguese uh, line Arabian horse, Arabian horse from Port Portugal. Okay. It's totally different than today, totally different. That's what began. Manzo was after this. I saw Manzo when my, my father took me to, to Arshila Galan farm. I just fell in love that huge eye, huge, huge, huge eye, sweet stallion. Until today, Mario, I have <clears throat> I have a tattoo that I put Manzo name, and I have his name. I have his name. Um, after that was the farm. Then we start. My father built seventy stalls, and then when I was Look, look the, the gap of time. I was 17 years old. My father is Arabian, he's Lebanese. And he's a woman for Lebanese has to get married and procreate, have babies. I said, not the life for me. <laughs> and I went to my farm that nobody used to go there. I, nobody. You know that I told you this before. Yes. And I I love that freedom, Mario. I I I ride every day 
I I was so free and I more I more than fell in love with the Arabian horse. I more than I don't know how to explain in English. It's a feeling. You, it's it's a reason to live, Mario. It's my reason to live. Yes. Okay. All right, Adele. So we are now at the beginning of Fazenda Santa Gertrudes. You mm -hmm. have Manzo and uh, a group of broodmares. Uh, still on this, as if correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but before the second big wave, let's call it this way, and uh, I'll, I'll get to that point. But you also had some other stallions uh, from the earlier days, as far as I can remember, uh, that were equally uh, not as important as Manzo, but made their mark. I remember a gay parada son that you had called Beaujolais. Oh my God, Beaujolais. Mm -hmm. Right. You, you mm -hmm. had a, a, an El Paso son called Viatr that you bought from Poland. Yes. And in a silent auction. In the silent auction. And mm -hmm. some mares that you brought from Poland, I don't know if in the same period of Viatr that. Same, that exactly uh, the same period. Yes, the, the Cheremos daughters and some Abanat daughter, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. and, and also you had some very influential mares also uh, from that, that period. Uh, Bint Monieta, Nibin Monieta Nefu's daughter. Mm -hmm. and, but mostly, I mean, what sticks in my mind because it's Manzo's, you know, and, and his daughters, it was such an impact uh, in Brazil. Yeah, uh, you're right. Because of Manzo, Mario, I told my father, because of Manzo production, I told my father, 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 it's time to call that boy that is in a, in a cover of Times magazine they want blonde with Shawnee My father said to me, you sure? You sure we have enough quality positive? You call, and that boy was David Boggs. Yes, when that was when David Boggs came into your life and into, you know, Fazenda Santa Gertrudes and uh, a very special and beautiful friendship was formed uh, between you were your father and David Boggs. And because of that friendship, he came over, he brought some of the Manzo daughters to the US. Uh, he showed uh, Manzo's son, Dims, and mm -hmm. A in, in Paris, and he was voted most classic. He probably was the first projection of Brazil uh, abroad with horses bred here. Uh, yeah. Is that correct? Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And due to this, this uh, uh, partnership that you created, uh, another period of, of amazing things happened at Ara Santa Gertrudes. Uh, you imported along with your father, but I'm sure <laughs> knowing you that you handpicked every single stallion that you came to bring to Brazil, it was something that never occurred here. Uh, you, you brought a group of uh, more than 10 stallions to Brazil, 
of every bloodline, horses that have won Scottsdale, U.S. nationals, and uh, famous sires. And these, these horses were breeding the Monzo daughters that, that ended up in the N.A. Najib Audi's initials, your father, N.A. auction. Mm -hmm. Because the suffix of your horses back then was an A, right? Right, right. Uh, and this auction was uh, incredible, and I'll, I'll talk more about that. But tell us about this, this group of amazing stallions that you chose. Uh, and David Boggs was, you know, with you throughout the period, and he showed many of those horses here. How was the selection? And tell Tell me about them, name them for, for, for our listeners. Okay, okay. Uh, like many, many breeders, Mario, um, my father wants only a straight Egyptian. And a straight Egyptian was kind of rare. In Brazil, almost none. It has only Camargo Correa had one. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember if Abbas Pasha was. Abbas Pasha. Yeah, straight Egyptian and Aloysio Faria had some Egyptian. Yes. And after David came, because I am like this, I am, I, I think that the, the breed, a great horse can be straight Egyptian, but is made by little pieces like a mosaic. And then mm -hmm. when you see the complete art, you see the horse, you know, I don't know if I'm a, I am explaining well. But yes. a little bit, a little bit of this, little bit of that, little bit of it, because none horse in this world, and nobody can say the opposite, can fix everything, can produce everything. Mario, you, Mario, yeah. you, you, you once you bought a gorgeous mare that I bred, Bint Bini in it. Yes. You know when I sold Bint Bini, I had I had to be in the stage, unhappily I had to be in the stage, but. When I saw what was with a very heavy heart because it, she was one of my favorite. She could trot. She had the, the, the head, she had the neck. I just need a little bit of top line. Yes. You, you, you were, you, you was uh, 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 the owner after, after you bought, your father bought in there. She was gorgeous. And I, I brought Chaclan. We brought until 86, we brought a lot of stallions. And we sold breedings too, because in Brazil didn't have that re resource of different lines. It, my father brought out these stallions and offered breeding for sale for other breeders. Uh, why? because it was very expensive to go see the stallions and bring the stallions and, and, and to, to buy great stallions. It was very expensive. On these auctions in 86, Mario, I remember to today that El Shaklan appeared for everybody as a, a surprise. I was shaking so much, Mario. I couldn't show Shaklan. I, I had to call. David, he was in the crowd. David, come on. And I'm very, I am very secure person. And that day, Mario, uh, and I remember I saw Brittany Bini with a baby at the side and with a breed to Jacqueline. Um, 
well, let me go back a little. After bring all these stadiums, like I told you, I think that breeding anything is just like, unless it's a rhino, they don't have many lines. Mm -hmm. And all these stadiums, 10 stadiums, no, 10 or nine, because after that I brought, I brought Abdullah. Um, and we sold Mario 1,300 breedings. Wow. It's a lot. And in that time, didn't have artificial insemination in Brazil, only natural breed. It's wow. Yes. I had, I had 120 outside mares and mm -hmm. 120 from my own farm. What I, 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 I'm not trying to say, oh, how big, no. I, I, what is, more, is most important for me is to share the stadium in a good way for Brazil. And Brazil had great breeders, Mario. Mm -hmm. And we are, we are like a family. We are like a family. Imagine when I remember when you bought Binch Bini, your father bought Binch Bini and some other ones. And when I show Shaklan for you, close, I, I have a picture that I was showing Shaklan for you. You were a toddler. <laughs> yes. And Mario, what? Yes, do you remember? Yes, of course I remember. It was a dream come and true. You look, yeah, you look at Shaklan with your open mouth. I have the picture, believe it or not. And you know, it, it, that's what my intention, to have more people like you, breeders like you, Mario. And I got it. Yes, Adela. And uh, I remember that you were, but just by listening to you, you know, reminisce about uh, that time, uh, it's important to share with our listeners that what you and your father did back then in the mid eighties to Brazil was a revolution. You were the first farm, first to bring, uh, you know, an unparalleled uh, lot of group of stallions that included Asa Destiny, who was Scottsdale champion. Uh, Bezativ was champion Western Pleasure US. Uh, How Gibi was Canadian reserve champion. Uh, two straight Egyptians from Ansata. Uh, Shail Shahir by Shah Zaman was a very famous horse in the Midwest. Limazar was an incredible U.S. top 10 stallion. Uh, Padron Zimic was a young Padron son that became Brazilian national champion. He was impressive and an amazing producer. And I'm sure that I'm forgetting some, but it, it was just, you know, LF Firewater by Ladin's Fire, who was Bakai junior champion stallion. Monarch by Muscat, Scottsdale Reserve junior champion and uh, Brazilian reserve champion stallion. It, it was a never, never before seen a group of stallions all together, uh, and you opened their, their, you know, their services to Brazilian breeders, and that alone allowed allowed Brazil back then to to make a big, you know, jump in terms of yeah. quality. You know, uh, it, people tended to keep their horses to themselves. You were, you and your father were the first ones to, you know share that that precious gene pool with the public and yes i remember 
your farm was was amazing like just walking in in that barn it was going to a you know the louvre and seeing those living art pieces all together all those stallions yeah, yes and you know the icing on the cake and I, I unfortunately i wasn't there in the 86 auction because my father left me behind but it was when you announced you know nobody knew but uh, you you brought El Chaclan to Brazil, and when he came into, you know, the stage, people were so overwhelmed that they they stood up and they they started to applaud, and the standing ovation went on and on for minutes. It was really a historical moment. Um, so it's it's just you know it's all like a movie, uh, a, a beautiful story. But the fact is that, you know, you brought El Chaclan and back to Brazil. And I wanted, you know, it's, a, it's it, El Chaclan was arguably the most important stallion in the world at that time. Mm -hmm. So how was, uh, how, how was that you bought El Chaclan? Share with us the story of how you, you got to know that he was available, how were the negotiations, uh, and how did okay. he came to Brazil? Okay, um, before by Chaclan, I, I saw Precious as gold in the magazine. And that time I didn't have too much tricks of, of photos. And the, the animals didn't have a heavy makeup, just like a, a drag queen, no. I saw Precious as gold, I saw that body. I said, oh my God, oh my God. I told my father. I want that mare, but the mare wasn't for sale. One day, David called me, Adelia. I saw Jacqueline when the Haujibi was top 10, okay? And mm -hmm. he was third at the national, when that strike that today's, uh, they know that he, he might be dead, but he was gelding, was national champion. And I saw Jacqueline, because Jacqueline was two and how did was third. And I saw the house, oh my God, this is a machine. This is, I need this, I need this. And suddenly, Shaklan came for sale. David told me, and um, I, I, I won't say the amount of money, okay? Because I'm kind of, even though I'm not discreet, I'm kind of discreet about the prices. Sure. I, I said, Najib, you have to buy this horse. But I just bought eight stallions. Well, buy the nine one. <laughs> buy this one. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's how I was because I, I had to explain to my family why you want this. Sure. And I, I see, uh, okay, we buy. I told David, David, go ahead. Because Siggy, there was a great breeder. Siggy Marsh was a great great breeder and Heinz was divorced and was the unhappily was the opportunity they were divorced unhappily but happily for us was the good opportunity and then we we brought him for this huge auction but that happened like this and Mario uh, um it was a great expectation. 
a great expectation. Yeah. When the guy, I, I'll tell you the name after. No, he cannot be a raven. He is too big. No, no, he is a raven. Because there's this legend or that, that thing that a raven horse wasn't big horse. In the beginning, they weren't, could be big to run in, in the sand, mm -hmm. in the desert. But they become big with the good feeding mile. You know that. Mm -hmm. You know that. And, and more wide pedigree with, I mean, not only local pedigree. You know, Vavau, okay, Vavau. Yeah. I loved Vavau, I loved him. She said, no, you come see the horse close. Are you there? Yes, I'm, I'm okay. totally listening. You're talking about Oswaldo Aranha, who yes. was the, the second president of our association and the Brazilian envoy at Wahoo, the World Arabian Horse Association. Yes. And very because, dear to my heart and to you as well. I know. <laughs> be, be, because Vavau, we are part of the Wahoo. Yes. He fought, he fought, and he fought. And he was a great person. When, when we were talking in the veranda of the Fazenda, yeah, there the horses to be cannot be afraid. The <laughs> Dr. Oswaldo, he is, he is, you're going to see. And, and you know, it, we, I, I was kind of young for these more older people say, well, what a, a girl knows about this. And I got his respect, it was very important for me, Maya. Yes, for me too. <laughs> very important for me, very important. And when he saw Shakran, he almost faint, Maya. Everybody almost faint, Maya. Yes. Everybody almost faint. He was, he, he had a, an impact in everybody. Like he, he, he was fall, to fall in love at first sight. He was such a gentle and beautiful and impressive stallion, El Chaclan. And um, Lenita, just, just to, to give an example, Lenita Perra, mm -hmm. she went, the first mares that she brought from the States, the, the legendary 10 or 12 mares that she imported, she bred all of them to El Chaclan, including two of his daughters. Mm -hmm. uh, this is how much, uh, you know, people loved Chaclan. And he made a huge impact later on. You bought a son of his, Sharim El Sheikh. And mm -hmm. I remember there was also a lot of controversy with Sharim regarding uh, his, his size. size. He was 16.1 hands. I remember you saying that, you know, there was a pressure as to whether or not David Boggs should show him in Scottsdale. And they ended up showing him and he was grand champion stallion. He sired Eternity, who was U.S. national champion later. Um, mm. So it's, it, it was definitely a great chapter in, in you know, Brazilian history. But back, to, uh, you know, in this same period, you also, besides some other beautiful mares that, you brought from you know in this uh part of your breeding program including pr marisa who were who was futurity champion us morana el chaclan junior champion at the salon de cheval and so many others you know one thing that you know stays in everybody's mind in brazil was the unique legendary group of padron daughters that you once imported uh oh. <laughs> you, you had some iconic mares from from that lot 
I have my own favorites, <laughs> but uh, it was the largest collection of Padron Daughters ever. And definitely, I, I dare say the best because there were so many gorgeous mares there. So tell us a, a bit about how we're selecting those mares. Uh, going to Midwest, I'm sure that, you know, David Boggs had a, a, a very big contribution in that process. And tell, tell us a bit about the winners, the, the ones that came to become great producers and your favorites. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. About David, he, he used to come once a month to Brazil. Okay. And we talk, we talk till four o'clock in the morning about Arabian horses. It is his passion and my passion. And drink white wine and have a good time and seeing videos. That time didn't have like today, Mario. You know that. You know that. And we talk. Uh, of course, when I went to to Midwest and I saw uh, Padron, my 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 chin dropped. It's a Brazilian expression. Gorgeous, gorgeous. That hair, that that way to move. It was gorgeous. And one after the other, I select the mare. We had more or less 28 Padron's daughters and some uh, mares bred to Padron. So you went to the U.S. to select this, this beautiful Padron daughters because you were so, uh, you know, impressed with, with Padron. And you were starting to, to describe to me the process of selecting them. Yeah. And what, what was, where was... Uh, the the best the, the uh, place to select Midwest with David mm -hmm. David stay with Padron. Uh, I went there and the good thing is Mario, the good thing that uh, um, Midwest is stay with Padron. Um, because my talks with David, it was. From 84, that when I, I met him, to all the years, we could select all the pedigrees I want, Padron want what kind of mare. And Mario, you know, um, in the end, I had all kinds of pedigrees, great quality, but all kinds of pedigrees. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, I remember. Uh, you remember? Mm -hmm. okay. a, a variety of bloodlines from everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But why Padron? Because I want to get together mares in great quality with that, that Italian that I could see how he produced. You know, it's not guessing, he produced. Well, and then my great jump was to breed El Chaclan the Padron's mare. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. And how was how was the the result of that of that cross? Great, great. Even there was one stallion didn't mention that it's one of the love of my life, Panamera. I can talk about Panamera Panamera afterward. Okay. Uh, the the producing. Okay. In um. Mm, in a net auction in 86 was one month of dollars 
we sent to be be bred pattern. And two, one day before the auction, she had a feeling. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine a yes. daughter with a padron really at the side and the bread to El Chacolan? Yeah, the mare that you're referring to is Drusilla and A. Drusilla and A, full sister to Jean, most yes. classic one. Yes, and she, she, on that night, she broke all records in Brazil as the highest ever in uh, the first mare to break the $500,000 uh, barrier. Yeah. She she was uh, she was the absolute record of the night. Mario, one thing before I forget, I have the tape. If you want, I can send you. I want it. You can send it over. <laughs> yes. I, I do because I I it was a, a videotape yet. You have to clean and there is everything there. Yes, the, send it to me, Adele. I have the person who can turn it into a digital format and clean it up. Great. Yes. I will, I will. And then you can put together, Mario. Yes, let's do that. Okay. Uh, but let's let's move on. And uh, mm -hmm. I, there's a, one thing that I, uh, I saw, uh, a story that I wanted to double check with you because there was a, I don't know if it's a legend or if it's a fact, you will clarify, that there was a moment where you were considering to buy Beisha. Oh, but yeah. Is that true? Yes, that's true. We almost bought him. Okay. We, we almost bought him, but unhappy Beisham. And I, 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 I talked to George Dexter. George Dexter, the owner, came to my farm. But Beisham lost one testicle. And Mario, we have a saying here in Brazil, who has two has one, who has one has none. <laughs> he lost a testicle. And it I was called just... George. Yeah, I called George. Why he lost a testicle? He never told me. I see. Yeah, it would, would just be too risky. Nobody would ensure that horse, even for the double of his price, there would be many millions. Mm -hmm. Nobody. How can I bring I have a, a flight, international flight, and everything new for the horse, it's a stressful, it's a healthy horse, imagine. And yes. George Dexter never told me why he lost a testicle. Well, Adela, Beisha didn't come, but on in the other hand, you had El Shaklan, oh, you yeah. had the world champion Abdullah, all the other stallions that we mentioned, and I think the icing on the cake, and uh, you know, one of your Favorites was a later import, uh, Ponomarev, the oh, straight Russian one. salon son, and that you you it would be like the next step on your breeding program. Uh, so tell tell us a little. I know that he's the father of the famous Kadraj, but there is much more to 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 say about him. So you please see, share. You, with see, you see, you say about Kadraj. Kadraj was Panamev on Padron daughter, on Kabor daughter. You see when I, I, I was trying to reach Mario? Yes. Well, and, and you, you did, right? I did. <laughs> yes. I did. And I, uh, I talking about Kabor, uh, uh, Tom Chauncey, what a great reader, Mario. 
Yes. Another one, and I, I, I miss so much. This I, I miss the most thing. I miss the Arabian horse, and I, I miss great people. Yeah, he was, he was not only a great breeder, but a great person. A great person as well, and the, he, he, he fostered the breed in so many ways, right? Mm -hmm. When yeah. I visit him in his farm, we talk, and and, and he came to. You can you can imagine. He gave me, he gave me um, a mare. Can you believe Cabbage Patch Kid? A good mare, very a, good, actually. She was a great mare. Yeah. And this thing, my that I want to to have again. Not only the Arabian horse is the contact with everybody. Yes, it, and I mean you're you are uh, you know. You have a huge following worldwide, and this is leading me to to the next question, which is uh, just uh, giving a big uh, jump in time uh, and coming to the present. But before that, uh, just to you know, uh, put uh, things in in place and time. Uh, so after you were brought Pronomarev, and we are now in the beginning of the 90s, 92 perhaps, uh, your, the, the family farm, I think your father decides to, to end the breeding operation, right? And he, he promotes, he, he sells all the horses at, a, at public auctions, five different auctions or something. And he uh, disperses the entire herd. Uh, but from that, uh, you were able to uh, secure uh, some, a group of 10 mares, if I'm not mistaken, or, or something 30, like that. 30. 30. 30 mares, including Phyllis, Phyllis El Chaclan mm -hmm. daughters, and some special mares that you were able to keep for yourself, and uh, some stallions, uh, Bascar by El Chaclan, an impressive Bay El Chaclan son, mm -hmm. and also the one that I met, the Panomarev son oh, that you that, had. Oh, that one that was more beautiful than Kadraj. He's such a beautiful horse. Mm. So you were able to keep, uh, you know, your breeding philosophy through your own farm, right? Uh, mm. And the suffix of your horses were ATA, meaning Adelia Teresa Audi. Mm -hmm. So you... You kept the breeding going and you bred some very important horses, uh, some in very famous endurance horses, some show horses and, and broodmares. Uh, and now you, you have this amazing project of like creating this network of people to promote a center for, for the Arabian horse where people can get together and mm -hmm. chat uh, you know, create a library with, but most of all, just give access to people and educate people and share your knowledge, which I think it's fantastic. I mean, you're always so generous with your knowledge. Uh, I, I, I am a witness of that. You're, you're always open to talk and discuss with no matter who, like a new breeder, an old breeder, 
you, 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 it's such a love for the Arabian horses. So tell us a, a bit uh, more about this project and where do you see, you know, yourself uh, in this whole idea that you're developing? Mario, I have 200 stalls. I have a stallion barn that is magnificent. I have two indoor arenas and 60 houses for employees. What I'm going to do there? I'm going to do just like an emporium of the old times. There was like a club, a club for the people that love Arabian horse and want, and want to learn and want to share experience. And I don't know, my, nobody lives forever. What I want, what I want it to happen. And I have to give everything I have to past everything that I know. Two people that are still here are gonna be here after I'm gone. Because the Arabian Hall will not stop with me. I don't know if you I don't know if it's too ideal. No, it's not I too ideal. Uh, I have so much thing to give about what I learned. You know, I had an impressive library of Arabian horses, Mayo. I learned I learned before English, I only speak French. Believe you or not. Mm -hmm. And I learned through books with dictionary, not like today that you, you can translate in a in a in a computer. I had to translate everything, names of of bloodlines. And for people don't waste time looking for. I want, I want to teach. I want to give whatever I know. Yes, I did. If, if I had some vet or some trainer, handler, that today is international, like Rodolfo Guzzo, he starts there. I want to give this for the breeder. Because Mario, to me, Arabian horse is bigger than life. You you say ah, that uh, you're too exaggerated. I say no no. It's I dream about a ribbon horse. I want to smell a ribbon horse. I want to feel a ribbon horse. It's it's a question of choice, and this is my life. And I want I want more people to feel the way I feel, just like you and me, my. We can sit and talk about a ribbon horse forever. True. You have experience. You are a great judge. I am Thank a you. big fan. I'm a big fan of you. <laughs> Since you are 13. <laughs> I am a yeah. big fan of you, Mario. And well, whatever you go to judge Qatar, I say, oh my God. Oh my God. Mario, Mario, Mario. I, I, I'm so proud of you. And I want this between Arabian horse breeders. You know, one support the other. And I have, a, a, I don't know if you want me to say now, I am coming back to, I never went away from the Arabian horse, but I am coming back to the Arabian horse, my breeding. Yes. Breeding. Yes. Well, on that note, uh, you know, Adelia, and I told you before we started that this will probably be the first of many conversations that we will have because The stories are great and there are so many to share. Oh, this yes. is this was just a little, you know, a taste 
for our listeners. Appetizer. Um, yes, an appetizer, exactly. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get together again because we have to, get, you know, go into detail. There were so many horses, amazing horses that you bred mm -hmm. and that you brought. And there's so much that you know in terms of history and bloodlines that it's, you know, and not, not to mention all the artistic work that you make, the, your gorgeous drawings, all the beautiful catalogs that you, you know, you planned and did yourself. You're just an artist. And it's not, it's not a matter of, you know, needing or not you. You are a part of the, the, the breed and a, a part of Brazilian history. Everybody cherish cherishes you and you you cannot leave you you have to stay with us always you know and i'm so glad to hear that you're back as a breeder and this probably will will let you talk about that on the next mm -hmm. encounter we'll just leave our listeners with you know this this wanting, wanting for so more, more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes Mm -hmm. So I take this opportunity to thank you so much, Adelia, for finding the time to talk with us. You know that not only you're a dear friend and a legend of the breed, but you know it's you're a, you're my idol. It's just amazing to be able to share time with you and chat and talk. This is is priceless, and I really want uh, people to be able to to have access to you to you and as a person and as the expert of arabian horses that you are because now more than ever we need that energy you know and that love for for the arabian horses for for people for everything flowing so thank you very much um, I, I thank you to have me the, to have me in this podcast and I, I have so many other things to tell that I really, I'm, I'm looking forward to our second time. Hey, this is Austin, director of the We Love Arabian Horses podcast. Thanks for listening. If you want to share ideas, feedback, or want to get involved, send me an email at austin at weloveArabianHorses.com.